Hey there, I'm your host, Dylan. And I'm his wife, Justine. And together, let's make a baby. Let's do it. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the week seven. I've screwed that up already, didn't I? Yeah, let's just run it back. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to the Let's Make a Baby podcast. I'm I'm, Justine. And I'm Dylan. We messed it up again. No, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a a live thing, so it's not even a big deal. uh, We're back. We are. Gracing you with our presence. That's right. And uh, today is the seven-week ultrasound update. Heck yeah. So that's that's our first ultrasound at the fertility clinic. That's right. Been there, done that. And I wanted to quickly say uh, a quick apology to our listeners. I said that there would be a second part to the Halloween special, and I didn't do it. You lied to the people. I lied to the people, and I feel terrible about it. You should. I really do. Uh, The truth is, is we got so busy, and... um, we just did. We just didn't do it. That is actually accurate. We'll try to make up. I've for, been sleeping. Yeah, we'll try to make up for it though with this podcast and some news that we have. Dun dun dun. Yeah. So basically, this is the week seven uh, ultrasound, seven week ultrasound update, and we're just going to kind of quickly go through it. We're not going to make this a big, long, dragged on episode. We're just going to talk about uh, what to expect if you're going through IVF. You okay? Your eyes are looking a little. They're dry. Dry. I'm good. But we're going to quickly just go through it and, and uh, give, everyone, give everyone an idea of what to expect for their seven-week ultrasound. And basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. You go yeah. over an ultrasound at seven weeks. And the only difference, I believe, I could be wrong, in what happens in an IVF clinic versus a normal OB clinic is, one, nobody scans you at seven weeks normally. They don't really even start caring for you till you're eight weeks. You wouldn't even know that you're pregnant, basically, by seven weeks. Well, you would know, but you don't necessarily go see your OB till you're eight weeks. Yeah. And then, second is, it was vaginal rather than transabdominal. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, that's strictly through the IVF clinic because they, they can get up there and really get an idea of what's going on with it, your baby. Yeah. And you've just been through so much that they check it a little bit earlier. Yeah. So last episode, we broke the huge news that we're having a baby. We are. And I am so pumped about that. And guess what? What's that? We're not having just one baby. We're not? We're having Twins. twins. Oh my gosh. Confirmed. Two, two babies, babies. Two one uterus. It's one me. One Justine. Not sure how they're going to fit. Tiny body. We're doing it. Two baby boys. So crazy. Come in May 2022. Yeah. Technically I'm due June 1st, but we're going to be super, super happy if I make it till May or mid-May. Yeah. So. It is the biggest news of our lives. And that's honestly, I mean, that's. Am I wrong in saying that's the biggest news of our entire lives? No. I don't think it is. No, I mean, that definitely is. Hashtag. Us getting married was pretty big news and finding each other. Sure. Yeah. I think even that is like... We made two humans successfully. Well, okay. So we made embryos. Yeah. Well, the lab did. Yeah. But then we put them inside of me. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they're alive. 
and they implanted (sighs) and they're in my uterus all tucked nice warm and cozy in their nice little home right where they want to be and that makes me so happy to think about that and i know that you've been super tired and i'm sorry i've been so impatient about that lately but you know what i'm pumped that you're exhausted all the time because that means our two baby boys are growing that's what i try to stay like centered and zen about when i'm so exhausted some days or just grumpy i find myself a little bit irritable um And I think that comes from being tired, but it's just, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm just so glad I feel that way because it means they're healthy and they're growing and guess what? They're getting exactly what they need because I'm exhausted. That's right. And that's all that really matters. So let's, let's, let's rewind this a little bit. So we found out. I got excited. No, I get that. So we found out we were having twins a week prior or two weeks prior to the actual seven week ultrasound. We cheated. We cheated. We were so bad. I don't regret it. We were so bad. So bad. Don't regret it. But basically, we went to LA and watched a Dodger game. It was super rad. Also, don't regret that. No, absolutely not. That was one of the best days of my life. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. See you next year. Yeah. A little bit sad, but yeah. that's another episode. It's, you know, it's okay. But we went and saw uh, the Dodgers play. It was kind of on a whim. It was a quick turnaround trip. And we came back and... Uh, and we knew I was pregnant at that point. Mm-hmm, that's right. So it was like a week after we found out we were successfully pregnant. Mm-hmm. But at that point, that's all we knew. Yeah. So my HG levels were good. And we were like, all right, peace out. We're skipping town. I need some baseball, Dodger dogs, and garlic fries. That's right. Hurt the hell out of my tongue. Yes. But it was so worth it. So basically, um, um, we have a, a friend of ours, Jenny, mm-hmm. who is a sonographer. And she used to work at the actual IVF clinic. And she's just as rad as they come. In fact, when I grow up, I want to be Jenny. Yeah, totally. She is rad and so yeah. sweet. And, and just so smart and knowledgeable and selfless, honestly. Um, she did high-risk OB in the hospital setting for mm-hmm. close to 10 years prior yeah. to moving to the OB clinic. And now she works at my OB that I'll go to once we graduate yeah. from the IVF clinic. So, Quick note. I Jenny came out of left field. For you. For me. Sure. I had no idea who Jenny was. I'd met her a, a few times. At Katie's house, probably. Um at Katie's house, I had no idea that she would play such a huge instrumental part of our mental wellness and our journey. Yeah. Um, I think the first day that I really was like, all right, we can lean on Jenny. Was that day that Katie had the big slide? Yes. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? The Colter and Caroline's birthday? Yeah. And we all, once all the kids went home from the birthday party, all of us adults jumped on that water slide and just had a heyday right. like kids. And then we got in the hot tub. Yeah. It's a miracle no one got hurt. Oh, I had whiplash. Your mom was hitting that thing I know. way too hard. <laughs> oh, she's a legend. She is. And I, I had a little bit of whiplash the next day. Clearly, I need to work out more. It's fine. But um, yeah, we sat in that hot tub and it obviously the topic, we knew we were starting IVF soon. Seems so long ago, doesn't it? Yeah, I think because Coulter and Caroline's birthday is like the fifth. Anyways, neither here nor there. We were maybe just a couple days into birth control at that point. Yes, absolutely. So it was like, we don't even know anything. Yeah. And she was from that day was like, guys, it's going to be so fine. Like, don't even worry. You got it. It's gonna be hard, but like, it's going to turn out fine. Don't even worry about it. I'll take good care of you. It's good. And I was like, Okay. And I remember you were sitting back talking to her husband and Chad yeah. and kind of the boys. All mm-hmm. the girls were in the hot tub and you were in the back. But yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of when she was like, okay, game on. I'm here. Let's do it. Which is funny because initially, again, I had met Jenny a few times, but that was one of the first couple times I had met her. Yeah. And I had no idea that she worked in the IVF clinic and at an OB's office and yeah. stuff like that. So that was, that was kind of neat. But basically, uh, where was I getting before we started talking about all that? You didn't know. Oh, that's right. Because we, we, we peaked. 
Yeah. We went and saw the Dodgers. We came back. Jenny and her family were coming back from Tahiti. Uh, I'm sure they don't regret that. That was awesome. Honestly, they're doing something right. But um, why don't you tell us kind of in a nutshell how this, you know, our first sneak peek came to pass. Yeah, totally. So real quick recap. When they implant an embryo, you're an automatically three weeks pregnant just due to how the embryo develops. So at this point, I was nearing five weeks. Um, we had gone to L.A. Jenny was in Tahiti with her husband. And I got a text message from her because I told her that we had found out that we were pregnant. So she reached out, huh? Yeah. She texted me and she said, hey, I'm going to be home on, I don't remember, Friday. Do you... Sunday. Well, we were coming home on Sunday. She said, hey, I'm going to be home on Friday. Why don't we just see what we can see? She's like, we might not be able to see anything, but we might be able to see gestational sacs. Let's just... Why not? Like, we'll go in after hours. It's no big deal. I don't mind. The clinic doesn't care. It's a little jelly and a little... Yeah. She's like, we'll just see. And if we can see something, awesome. If we can't, we'll wait, you know? And I was like, well, duh. You know, if you're offering, I'm I'm here for that. And so I texted her and I said, I'm so in, but we won't be home till Sunday afternoon. And that, of course, was not a problem. And so uh, we were anxiously awaiting Sunday and... I, we get home. We'd been up all day, like since 4 a.m. California time. We finally got home and I texted Jenny and I said, hey, okay, we're finally home. Is it too late? What do you want to do? It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. She said, heck no. Um, meet me there in an hour or something like that. And so I was like, sweet. So I got home, kind of got settled, changed, freshened up a bit. And um, Dylan was tired and didn't really want to go. Um, I think you mostly just didn't think you could see anything, which is fair. Yeah, I mean, I had no reason to think that we'd be able to see anything at that point. So I was like, well, we just spent all weekend traveling. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be there for the seven-week ultrasound. Yeah. So he didn't come with me. So I called my sister, and I was like, dude, let's go peek. And she was like, oh, yeah. So I went and picked her up. Uh, my mom had been out of town, too, and I didn't know she was back in town, so... But just my sister and I went and we showed up. We met with Jenny, blah, blah, blah. We get into the room. She puts the jelly on. It's warm, which was nice. And no sooner than she put that uh, ultrasound wand on my stomach, it was like clear as day. Bam. Two sacks. Um, you couldn't see anything inside the sacks. They're essentially just black yeah. holes. Um, and that's what we expected. They're called gest- gestational sacks. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Not only did it work, but they both implanted. And then the third thought that went through my head was, thank you, Jesus, one didn't split and it's not triplets. Yeah, absolutely. Because my levels were so high, I was slightly concerned that we might have triplet boys on our hands. That'd be bad. It would be fine. We would make do. You know, you you, you rise above and I'm sure it would be a great adventure. But uh that would be a lot. So... Yeah. yeah, it was twins, and my sister called it all along, so mm-hmm. she was like, well, of course, you know. Well, and I was at home, so I'm just mowing the lawn because, again, we were gone for a couple of days, and so I'm, I'm home kind of catching up on chores, and I'm kind of texting her, and I'm like, well, they're not going to see anything, so I'm just doing my thing. And then she texts, and she's like, oh, yeah, twins. And in a way, I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Again, I didn't know. Almost didn't believe me, I Almost feel like. Almost didn't believe you a little bit. Yeah. So Justine gets home. 
And I was texting him and I was like, no, babe, like for real, it's twins. And like, I had a little bit of like a a mental, like, oh boy, come to Jesus. Like, where's the Excel spreadsheet? Well, because again, I mean, there was only a 30% chance that both would take. So more than likely, one's going to fall off and it's not going to work. But this is what happened. Justine gets home. I'm playing guitar to soothe my mind until she can show me some kind of proof. Which is what he does when he's stressed and overwhelmed. She hands me these pictures, which I've got in my hand right now. And it is clear as day. Like they're the exact same size. Yeah. Right next to each other. Definitely two gestational sex. I think Jenny calls them uh, bunk bed babies. Bunk bed babies. And it was kind of like a moment of like, oh my gosh, like here we go. This There's no going back. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we couldn't actually see the babies themselves, but yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, that's where they're going to go. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, it was very sobering, very exciting. Well, I'm looking back at these, these, uh, is it a sonogram? Is that the correct term? Sure. Ultrasound. Ultrasound. I mean, it's, it's funny how little you can see on these mm-hmm. compared to what we can see now. Yeah. But the ultrasound, like I said, is just as clear as day. And there's no doubt that there was definitely two. Now, granted, that was very, very early on. It was five weeks. I mean, we couldn't see heartbeats or anything. So there was still a chance that maybe something crazy would happen. But judging by how things have gone thus far, and we are so fortunate, and I'm so, we're so glad how things have gone. It was kind of like, okay, if, if, if both end planted, like they're, they're both coming. Yeah, like, they're you know, going to be fine. Yeah. So that night, I had a little bit of like an anxiety attack a little bit just because the reality of, okay, I don't know how to be a dad. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, we, we ended this with, with wishful thinking and... And we hoped they would both take. Absolutely. And this is exactly how we wanted it to play out. But then the realization of, okay, well, this is playing out how we wanted and we've got to figure out how to do this. And we've had to make some big changes. Uh, I'm sure we'll cover at some point mm-hmm. uh, in our lives to adjust for that. And we've had to make sacrifices. Just to prepare for it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, um, that was awesome that we were able to, to have Jenny on our side and go see that. It was cool because we didn't have to spend the next two weeks wondering. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I know it's like we, it's a special thing that a lot of people don't have the ability to do. So yeah. I'm sorry that that's not something you have in your back pocket, but we're grateful for it. And Absolutely. it really did ease our worries quite a bit. And that brought us to, I mean, it, maybe we sneak peeked one more time. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I hypothetically, we basically <clears throat> that brought us up to the seven week ultrasound. And so. You know, we, we had an interesting experience with a seven-week ultrasound. I think that maybe the PA... At the fertility clinic. At the fertility clinic. Um, I think maybe the PA was a little peeved that we we took a peek. But I mean, of course we took a peek if we had that hookup. Everyone... Yeah. And they knew that we know Jenny. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she remembered that in the moment, but yeah. yeah, she was maybe not super happy. She didn't seem super happy. And that kind of a, maybe put a damper on that visit because that's that's a huge visit. I mean, for most people, they're seeing their babies for the first time on ultrasound. And another huge thing that you get to see at that seven-week ultrasound is what? Heartbeats. Heartbeats. And what's cool is at seven weeks, you can actually see the little alien gummy bear looking baby inside your gestational sac. And you can see the heartbeat yeah. fluttering. It, it yeah. just looks like a little flash of, of light flush. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 It's really neat. And so that's supposed to be a really magical, special experience. Yeah. And let's just put it that as it is. We'll leave it at this. Yeah. We didn't have that magical special experience at the fertility clinic. Yeah. I think that happened the week prior with Jenny in her office, just the three of us. Yeah. I would you, you're would prob- you agree? I would a hundred percent agree. And you know, um, and I think you're right. We could probably just leave it at that. 
you know, and, yeah. but we are so glad. And honestly, I'm glad that we had that experience with Jenny opposed to having it with a stranger. Hold on. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we got to have that special experience with um, a friend of ours in a much more personal setting, mm-hmm. I think, than just a stranger at the IVF clinic. So it was a little bit of a damper, uh, the way things played out. And um, we had a little bit of a scare, though, didn't we? Unfortunately. Yeah. I want you to tell them what, quickly what that was. So the long story short with that is, as part of that ultrasound, they obviously measure each baby size-wise um, and make sure that they're on track um, as far as development goes. And then they watch the heartbeat and just make sure that it's measuring appropriately. Um, typically they want the heart rate to be at least 120 beats. And that as weeks go on, that target range fluctuates and it gets pretty high for a while. And then it comes back down to more like 130. But regardless, they were hoping, you know, you want to see those heart rates at about 120 at yeah. seven weeks. And baby A, can't remember. No. I think it was baby A. He was only measuring about 108 beats, mm-hmm. um, which was confusing because the week prior at Jenny's when we peaked, <laughs> he was right on track at like 120. Yeah. And he was, it was perfect. And so I was, it left us a little bit perturbed. And, um, baby B was at like 160. So doing great, doing awesome. And, um, she didn't really say a lot about it. She did mention that it was a little lower than she thought. But it was fine. Yeah, she's like, it's fine. We'll just see how it is in two weeks. Yeah, and so we kind of were like, what? But I think to us, where it was, it was where it needed to be the week prior. That was like, okay, it's it's dropped sixty beats per minute when it should be, Mm -hmm. you know, elevating. And there's a huge difference between the two of them. Exactly. So to us, and I think he was also measuring two days smaller. Yeah. So that basically, um, there there was no reassurance. I. Maybe not uh, the reassurance we were looking for. And right. so immediately afterwards, we were left with kind of a bad taste in our mouth and started Googling things and it was just a bad idea. Well, it just sends you down a rabbit hole of like, oh my gosh, yeah. is my baby okay? And I think we realized in that moment that like, we're already attached to these little yeah, dudes. Absolutely. You know, and so the thought of losing one was already gut-wrenching. It really was. And that was, I didn't realize how attached I had become uh, to them up until that point. But um, fortunately, the best thing I ever did in my entire life is I can document things you're very well. good at it. Yeah. So I recorded the whole ultrasound, heartbeats, the for whole both appointment, of them, the whole appointment. I recorded it. And so that night, Justine had, I, I realized that I had recorded it. And so we sent uh, the ultrasound and the video uh, to our friend Jenny and then Heidi as well. Mm-hmm. Who's the one? What does she do? She's a nurse practitioner at That's the OB right. clinic. Yeah. So basically like two pros when it comes to these things. Yeah. We have the best village, honestly. So they both did their best to kind of cool our jets, but they were like, Hey, you know, um, Let's let's see where it is, and without us actually seeing what's going on, we can't. And they said the crappiest thing sometimes is you do just have to wait and see, yeah. and that's all we can do. You but know? that's when I realized that I recorded it, and so we sent we sent that snippet to uh, both of them. And Jenny came back, and what did Jenny notice? Jenny said she watched that film like she was preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. She said I have watched this. She sent us a video. She said I have watched this over and over and over, and she measured it wrong. She measured it wrong. She said something, all these fancy ultrasound terms that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but essentially the way she measured it made it appear that there was more space between the beats than there actually was. Yes. And <clears throat> she could tell by hearing his heartbeat, um, that he sounded more like he was like 130, 140. Cause we, yeah. we actually were able to hear them as well, which yeah. is not very common at seven weeks. And they sounded, I remember thinking while I was laying on the table, like, that sounds great. Yeah. It sounds perfect. Not that I'm an expert, but it Maybe sounds good. Maybe a little good. slower, but definitely not 60 beats a minute slower. Right. And she says, no, you guys, I'm not even worried. 
everything is fine. She measured it wrong. She did an extra cycle, something, something. It's totally fine. But just in case, let's peek again on Saturday and just double check them. You know, there's no harm in that. Yeah. We'll get some peace of mind and some reassurance. And she did say, hey, let's have a plan B in mind. If I do find something bad, we need to know how to deal with that. And what are you going to do? And who are you going to contact? And and how are we going to play this since I found it? You know, just the whole politics and rigmarole of that. And I thought that was very mature. Just saying like, hey, I'm not worried, but just in case, let's think about up till then how we're going to deal with that. I need to make a quick comment. Yeah, please. Winston uh, has passed gas and it's nauseating. I can't smell it. It's it's funneling right towards well, me. Well, his bum is right by your chair. Anyways, Sorry continue. about that. He's asleep, but he apologizes. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, basically let's make a plan. So she put us at ease and it really, really helped us just kind of sleep that night and just be okay. And that was early in the week. That was like Monday or Tuesday. And so we waited till Saturday morning. We all went out to breakfast with my family and Jenny's basically part of the fam. So we went out to breakfast and then we went over to the OB clinic and both those boys were right at like 165. That's right. Just like champs. Looked perfect. Measured perfect. And looked beautiful. So, and you could even see their their little dinosaur heads with their shrimp bodies. Yeah, like where their heads are gonna. Yeah, it was really interesting. How and, it's insane how much they change in, in just a, a couple of days yeah. or in a week. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely bonkers. It is bonkers, indeed. It's effing bonkers. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. So that was, um, you know, we are so grateful for all of our friends and family, and and especially. Uh, Heidi and Jenny for talking us through things and having those those people in our corner because it means so much to us. Yeah, they keep us very grounded. Yeah, and we really not we know they care about us, but we also know they're knowledgeable and they're experts yeah. in this field. Yeah, and so it's when you pair like you know they have your best interests at heart and would do anything for you. Plus, this is what they do every day. Well, and it's a know, really lucky combo. Everyone was throwing the good vibes throughout this whole process, but Jenny uh, was throwing out good vibes, and she had uh, facts to base it on. It wasn't just uh, goodwill; mm-hmm. it was science behind her saying that it was. And it was just based a, on her ex- experience. It was a different yeah. kind of reassurance. I don't know how to maybe uh, yeah. put my thumb on that, but it, it meant so much more. And and from day one, I bought into Jenny. Yeah. And I was like, he would always say, I, where's Jenny? Yeah, Text Jenny. Right. Ask her. I don't know. Text Jenny. Where is she? <laughs> but anyways, that kind of took us through the seven week ultrasound. And it was such a cool thing again, to see our, our little boys, their heartbeats pounding away. And it's been fun to start dreaming about, you know, Christmases with them and doing the big announcement and, yeah. and, uh, Halloweens and things like that. But so, babe, where do we go from here? Well, I'm just going to keep growing the little dudes. Sure. I'm going to do my best. I'm trying. I've been less tired today. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I'm winding down Yeah, I get quickly. that. You deserve it. But from here, we have another ultrasound in two weeks from at the IVF clinic. That'll mm-hmm. put me at nine weeks. If everything looks good there, um, then they will tell me that I graduated, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and we'll start attending the normal OB just like any other pregnant lady would. Yeah. And which is so, it's such a huge milestone. Yeah. Totally huge. And so then I think there you get an ultrasound every four weeks until you're 28 weeks with twins. And then it's every couple weeks and they just do an ultrasound every time, make sure I'm feeling okay. And, and one of the greatest things is at about that nine week ultrasound, roughly you get to stop your butt shots. Oh yeah. That was one question I had at the fertility clinic. I said, I demand a date. You need to give me a stop date. Like I'm a girl who needs a target in mind. Mm-hmm. My butt hurts. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been to the gym every day, but I haven't. I just yeah. get IM shots. Yeah. 
anyways, November 6th is the day. So we are getting really, really close. We really are. We're, we're super close on it. But, uh, you know, this doesn't need to be a, a super long one, uh, super long episode. Oh, I also get to stop the suppositories. That's right. And the estrogen pills. I feel like your life is going to become wow. so much more simple. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot to remember every day. It is a lot. And it's physically a lot. So I get that. And so we're pumped to get to that point where I feel like there's a, there's a certain amount of risk once you get close to that first trimester that, that kind of drops off a little bit as your babies continually, uh, continue to develop as mm-hmm. they should. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this already, but, um, Jenny told us that her OB that she works for, um, told her that at six weeks or whenever you can, if your babies are measuring correctly size wise, and you're able to see a heartbeat, your risk of miscarriage goes down to 10%. Yeah. Um, cause that shows that things are going the way they're supposed to and they're viable. Um, yeah. so we're, we've hit that. We feel really good about that. Obviously we're so early on, um, that we, you know, careful. which is interesting because but, it seems like we've been doing this for so long. The baby should be here by now. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So, Alas, yeah. they are not. They're not. Which is yet. good because we're not ready yet. That's definitely, and we've got, like I said, we've got uh, had to make some big decisions and and got some big changes that we'll maybe talk about in the next episode on our our non week update as we graduate. But uh, that's it, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any thoughts, please do leave us a comment. Uh, make sure to like us on you know Instagram or Facebook, and please, 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 we can't tell you how much it means as we get uh, comments and reviews on um, on iTunes or Spotify. It's been so fun to see the comments and they really do mean a lot to us knowing that people are listening and it's so cool to see. I think we're at like over 1200 downloads on our podcast now, which is super awesome. So please continue to do that and um, it helps our podcast get out there. And I've said this all along, our IVF family is such a, a tight knit community that we have to go through this together. And uh, so it's really neat to be able to have some connections and hear from people. And we've had a few people tell us just how they get strength from it and, and um you know, they're hungry for knowledge. And so we're, we're able to kind of fill, fill that void a little bit. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Our goal is just to make this all very relatable. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, we don't want to paint a picture of anything that it's not. Yeah. And, and we've done a good job. I think of that. Yeah. I've gotten quite a few messages on Instagram, um, just thanking me for that and for making it relatable and a journey that's not so isolating. Cause sometimes people feel like they're in it alone and it's, it does feel that way at times because you can't truly understand it unless you're going through it. And that's why we're doing this is just try to connect with people and, yeah. and, uh, journal it. So, yeah, well, that's it guys. Thank you again. And we will catch you next time on the next episode of let's, let's make, make a, a baby. baby. Good night. Good night. I gotta go. Baby. That's right. I gotta go take a shower. I'm tired. <laughs>